baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yesterday, the presidents of the University of Pennsylvania, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, and Harvard testified on Capitol Hill before the House Education Committee because the House Education Committee was asking them about the rise of anti-Semitism on their campuses. They were questioned by lawmakers about what is allowed and not allowed to be said in the realm of free speech on their campuses. Here is Representative Elise Stefanik. She is a Republican from New York questioning some of the university presidents. At MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment? Yes or no? They've targeted at individuals not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules? That would be um, investigated of, uh, as harassment, if pervasive and severe. I urge you to go and listen. It's about a three-minute piece uh, that you can find anywhere on social media where you can hear the presidents of Harvard and MIT and Penn not denounce calling for the genocide of Jews on their campus as hate speech. You even heard the president of MIT said, oh, well, when it calls for one person, you have to say the name of the person that it calls for saying kill all the Jews is not enough to be hate speech. For me, that is an incitement to violence. It would mean kill all the Jews or calling for an intifada, which is an uprising against the Jews, even the comments from the river to the sea, for those who are unclear about what this chant means, and I know it's been labeled as, quote, aspirational, what this means is from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, it will all be run by whoever decides is going to run the Palestinians. It means Israel would not exist. That's what it means. There would be no Jews they would be once again expelled from what is their homeland and always has been their homeland. So that is a call for genocide. It is anti-Semitic, it is hate speech, and it is prevalent on college campuses. All of these chants have been at Harvard, at MIT, at Penn, at Columbia, everywhere. At University of Madison, my, you know, at the University of Wisconsin, Madison, my kids send me, you know, from the river to the sea chants, you know, throwing rocks at Jewish students. And yet these presidents did not acknowledge that this is hate speech and this is an unfair or unsafe, excuse me, place for Jewish students. And they are doing nothing to protect 
the Jewish community from being safe there. We've all seen the videos, friends. Jewish students locked in a, a library at Columbia with protesters outside, pro-Hamas protesters banging on the windows. Is that a safe place to learn? And also, why? Those kids were not Israeli. Those, those kids were just Jewish. You know, that they were not Israeli. They did not make any um, policy in Israel. They did not decide to go to war. It's just because these children and, and college kids are Jewish. And they, the, the leaders of these campuses are not doing enough to keep people safe. Adam, I'll, I'll let you jump in because obviously, you know, I'm really fired up about well, this. Well, I- I understand where these presidents are coming from and trying to delicately balance First Amendment and not restricting the right of open speech and open discussion on campuses. But it's a pretty simple answer, I think, is what the congressperson was asking. I say that in context of the grand theater that is congressional hearings, though, in that we... (laughs) These are... These are moments to get and to get that where we get these set up questions where and again I'm this one seems pretty simple to me to say yes like yes that's hate speech uh, yes that's incitement to violence and it shouldn't have a place on our campus um, but I don't know I I, I just I feel like. Anything that comes out of congressional hearings like that, I just I take with a grain of salt because I and I'm it's a difficult spot to be in. And I'm certainly again, that's an easy question to answer. And it seriously raises questions about who's leading these very high elite schools Mm -hmm. and about what they allow, what's going on there. And that one to me is easy, easy to criticize and easy to say, no. That's one where you can pretty much say, no, that, that, that has no place on our campus. And I don't understand why they can't do that in that moment. I mean, I guess I can understand what the, uh, the legally, like, oh, here's what we say. This is your response to this. But, and how that puts them in jeopardy if they go ahead and just say, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't tolerate that on this campus. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand that. No, I don't. I don't either. It's the, their job. They're university presidents to have to protect students, to make it a safe place for students to learn. And I just feel like they are learning the wrong things. And when I say our lawmakers who refuse to condemn anti-Semitism, refuse to condemn hate, refuse to condemn terrorists are on the wrong side of history, so are these But can I, can I go back presidents. to that, though? And we're running out of time because yeah. we have Joe Gothard. But I just I wanted to go back to the and I think we're out of time here, but. I mean, I'm reading an article about this resolution, but I mean, Jerry Nadler is the oldest, is the longest serving Jewish member of Congress, and he voted present for that. And this is another example to me, I think, of this is a, uh, this is a bill that a Republican forwarded in order to do exactly what it's doing in that, oh, we can use this to uh, target someone as an anti-Semite later on. And, and I mean, I understand. I mean, the, the evidence for Ilhan Omar is there for all to see, uh, whether it's BDS or whatever. But I feel like that I hate extremes just black and white saying whether it's America or Israel, whatever it is, you have to be for exactly everything we say or you hate America or you hate Israel or you're an anti-Semite. When somebody looks at some of these things, like what's in this resolution, I mean, 
do we do we think Jerry Nadler's an anti Semite because he voted present for this? I don't know why he did that, and you would have to ask yeah. him. Honestly, you would have well, to here's ask a, uh, just him. Here's Maybe a, he was getting pressure. Maybe he has a lot of people that are anti-Semites that he wants their vote, you know, where he lives. I, I, you would have to ask Jerry Nadler because it seems very clear to me to condemn hate and anti-Semitism. Well, can I, read his, can I just read his yes. quote here? Under this resolution, those who love Israel deep, deeply but criticize some of its policy approaches could be considered anti-Zionist. That's not what it says. That's not what that is not present. what it's. And you know what? He is twisting it. The part in number four where it says clearly and firmly state that anti-Zionism is anti-Semitic. I'll tell you what anti-Zionism is. The definition of Zionism is that Israel has a right to self-determination, means it has a right to exist. That's all it means. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with Netanyahu Mm -hmm. or you have to agree with the next prime minister or you have to agree with the policies of the settlement. I don't agree with any of those things. Is someone going to accuse me of anti-Semitism? Absolutely not. When people get clear about the definition of Zionism and stop weaponizing the word as as a bad word, the way we've weaponized the word woke in this country, then we will understand it's about education. Zionism means Israel has a right to exist. And why Jerry Nadler an elected official doesn't know that is unbelievable to me where he's just shilling for votes and he's trying to both sides this. And honestly, it's bullcrap. I don't agree with it. He is on the wrong side of history. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 